For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. On today's episode of OB and Ashley, we've got some great news. As Monday, I'll be back there in the studio. And as today, Morning Show producer Chloe, who's had COVID, is getting another check to make sure that she is free of COVID. Yeah, and I drove over to my parents just two hours from Orlando on the West Coast uh, to see them and work from home and do the show from home. So got an experience what it's like having children around and trying to work from home with my nieces and nephews here. Ashley, that is just your future. You watch it. (laughs) I know. I have a whole new respect, though, for you parents out there right now. (laughs) Oh, my God. What a great podcast. And we're going to get into that right now. All right, it's about that time for the national anthem, and we love the opportunity to send this song out to individuals who you may not consider yourself a hero, and you know what? Sometimes you may not get a hero's welcome or respect, so let's do that for you right now. Lifeguards. Woo! Yes, there's so many. Obviously, like water parks, when those are fully operating, all the lifeguards that are there. Um, But also, even on the beach last weekend, I noticed 4th of July weekend on New Smyrna Beach, uh, the weather was looking pretty nasty. And so it's not necessarily them having to rescue people out sea all the time. And they had to go along the beach and warn people of the weather, too. Like, hey, the tides are a little rough. We need you to get off the beach. So there's all kinds of things that they have to be responsible for. And a lot of times... Lifeguards right now are like college-age students. Yeah, you know, I think about, uh, you know, how in the past, great shows, and of course they turned them into movies, uh, Baywatch, you know, really got to highlight those uh, lifeguards that typically, there are certain beaches that I go to that I, I can't tell you where the nearest lifeguard is, but they're out there risking their lives, and whenever you hear the stories about them going out into the ocean, man, they're doing some uh, powerful swimming, so... Just know that whether you're in the ocean or whether you're in our community pool, we've got a lot of respect for you from Obi and Ashley. So the national anthem out to you. Obi and Ashley, K92.3, Orlando's number one for new country. All right, so remember about your K92.3 No Bummer Summer. That's as simple as hashtagging a photo that you upload to wherever, Facebook, Instagram. For instance, Ashley getting an opportunity to see her parents I could imagine the three of you taking a selfie. That's hashtagable, right? You do hashtag K923, <laughs> no BS, and we'll see it on our end, and that could win your way into Kenny Chesney and a bunch of other really cool things. But uh, Ashley, tell, tell us about the visit. Yeah, so what's interesting is for anyone that's just catching up with uh, us having to be quarantined in our own homes and work from home, that means, yes, even figuring out how to do the show from home, which we did, and uh, I was doing it in Orlando, but I was like, well, let me let me drive over to my parents. They only live two hours from Orlando. I can do it from there as well. So that's where I'm talking to you from, my parents' bedroom, probably the best place with the internet in the house. Um, but I must say I have a whole new respect for all of you parents out there who have been working from home uh, with children children because my parents will watch my four nieces and nephews from time to time or or they'll spend time with them and all four of my nieces and nephews uh were there yesterday and trying (laughs) to get work done uh it is it is tough because you want to 
play with them and then they're saying that they're bored the oldest one's 13 so he was fine watching netflix for a little bit nice the youngest one's like seven eight years old and in between the other two so they all want to play hide and seek they want to do something so i just have to say i mean we've been talking about this work from home thing and and hearing about parents and how what a struggle it is i just got a little glimpse of it and i just big big kudos to all you parents out there because it is definitely tough yeah, and, you know, uh, different respect, too, as those parents contemplate going back to school with their kids. And, you know, they're, they're so precious. And, and as much as you want them to go back to school, just a lot of thought process going on with, with all this. But you're getting a taste of that from mom and dads. Now, where where you are specifically, Ash, are you sitting in your parents' bed? I am. I'm sitting in my parents' bed over near the, um, so they live on the coast, on the west coast of Florida, towards St. Petersburg, Clearwater, a little smaller town. It's the house I grew up in. So that's where I'm at. Is that the magical bed where you were conceived, Ash? I hope not. That might have been a (laughs) waterbed back in the day, to be honest. A waterbed? Man, your parents are cool. (laughs) Hey, you know what? This bed, though... To be totally transparent, the bed I'm on is my mattress firm bed that I actually gifted them. So I'm right here on uh, with the adjustable base. (laughs) Oh, okay. So then it's definitely not the mattress because they tell you every eight years you're supposed to replace that thing. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Uh, Well, that's good. Uh, Well, here in a little bit, I kind of want to let you guys in on something that I just went through that I didn't know how deep of a process it was going to be. But ladies and gentlemen, I have been put through a challenge of public speaking and which I, I love this i didn't, you gotta I, mention though because like people think we are professionals at what we do that's like take that with a grain of salt right <laughs> but what you went through it, they actually critiqued a speech that you did and they graded me and everything so how did your boy do did he fail and fall flat on his face or did he rise to the occasion all in 10 minutes K92.3, it's Obi and Ashley, and we've got our morning show producer, Chloe, in here, and today's going to be the day that Chloe goes to get her 14-day test to see if she's still got COVID, right? Yes, I have an appointment today at 5 o'clock at Eccentricare, so fingers crossed it all comes back negative. Hey, we are praying. Well, how do they tell you to, to go? Like, how do they tell you to dress up? Like, they're obviously wanting you in a mask. Do they want you in gloves or anything? No, they just said, come on in. It was super casual. And then hopefully between next week sometime, I'll be able to know if I am negative. And then if I'm positive, I have to still quarantine for another week. So hoping it's negative. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, I wanted to share with you guys something that I just went through with an organization called the Toastmasters. So the Toastmasters organization is designed to help public speakers, those who want to be better at it, communicators, those who want to sharpen their skills. And uh, you sit with this group and you basically do speeches and you talk about uh, topics, current events, and you are judged. And I want to say this in the most positive way. You're, you're scrutinized, right? You're, and the word scrutiny isn't right. But nevertheless, that's critiqued. what... Critiqued. Critiqued. Right. And that's what this whole thing is about is, is the right word choice. You know, how it is when you're up in front of a group of individuals, the pace in which you speak. So I was invited by my good buddy, Ryan Steiner. They basically told me, okay, so you've got about 10 to 20 minutes to talk in front of this panel of individuals. And just basically, you're going to have a speech about something. You choose the topic and we're going to go ahead and we're going to give you notes afterwards. We're going to tell you how many ahs, how many ums, how many well, how many so, 
all those little words that a communicator tries to erase as they communicate. Well, and it's interesting as you're explaining this, because a lot of people listening right now might think that you and I went to school for like specifically to be professional communicators or broadcasters, which neither one of us. Sure, I went to college, but it had nothing to do with radio. I never thought I'd be here. You either. So the professional speaking you're talking about is completely different than what we do on the radio because on the radio we talk to each other and we're talking to you in your car or you on your Alexa speaker as if you're one of our friends. So this is a little bit different of a conversation. Yeah, it's so fun that you say that because, you know, our, my skills come from improv and acting and just being an entertainer with a microphone in front of us. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean I'm some super educated intellectual when it comes to choosing vocabulary words and how to explain things, but with the art of communication, and that's what my speech was about, with the art of communication, there's so much more than just vocabulary, right? There's how to appropriately listen. For instance, Ashley, and you and I, we, we get a really great privilege that we have a cool job where public speaking, it's kind of woven into what we do. When we talk to Cole Swindell, you know, we're taught to listen. Listen to what the dude has to say so this way you can appropriately respond. And it, it was it was so great. First of all, the funniest of the stories was I thought I was talking to five people because anybody who does a Zoom call or any one of these Microsoft Teams calls, you know, any of those group calls, sometimes the computer only allows you to see a certain amount of people. So I thought I was talking to five people. And then as I started, I hit the grid view, which showed me everyone who was involved. And I saw that I was talking to like 100 people. Did that make you more nervous? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause you know, when you go from an intimate setting to all of a sudden like, oh, 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 okay. I'm public speaking for real. Um, and not only that, but you want to do a great job because you know that you're being scored. And I think for me though, most, most importantly, it's so great to talk about public speaking, how for you and I turning entertaining into, you got to be diplomatic, man. When you're talking about COVID, you're talking about racial tensions, this yeah. job now is so much more than just being a song and dance, tap dancing entertainer. So, totally. it, so it was cool. And I appreciate everybody out there who decides to sharpen their skills with organizations like Toastmasters. I mean, that, that says something about the person, right? That you, you want to be better at your skill and your craft. Well, and I think what's cool for a lot of our listeners to know is that you, this is something you've really been tapping into like the last year. You've been wanting to learn like about different leadership skills and making yourself better with uh, professionally speaking when it comes to these organizations that you've been like looking for. And there's some people like someone listening right now may have an interest in it or like may have been like, oh man, that's something I really wanted to look into or do and you're doing it. So maybe this will give someone a push to look into some of these organizations. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. Definitely don't hold yourself back. I, I know it takes some courage. It takes some cojones to step out there, you know, joining any of those groups and especially grabbing the microphone and having something to say. So we're with you. We got a lot of love for you. Toastmasters, thank you so much for having me on. K92.3. From backstage to the front page, it's Ashley's All Access. It's literally just been within this last week we found about Charlie Daniels passing at the age of 83 years old. Well, yesterday they held an open visitation and it was from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. where local law enforcement honor guards were there throughout the visitation and then today's the actual funeral service. So I know with Charlie Daniels being such a country superstar, country legend, uh, you've got to wonder, will anyone be performing? To answer that question, yes, you've got Travis Tritt, 
Vince Gill, who, my goodness, has the voice of an angel, Gretchen Wilson, and Trace Atkins. So what's interesting about all of those artists is I think they all had some type of really special relationship with Charlie Daniels because just imagine the impact he left on all of these artists. Yeah, and you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, okay? I'm gonna say this, but is that not a casket that if you walk by, you would want a selfie with? Oh my gosh! I'm not. I mean, it was just like I'm not saying he probably wouldn't even feel like it's real. Well, I'm not saying for the death to ha- to have him immortalized in your picture of death, but like it's Charlie Daniels. Like I mean, I don't know. Now I feel awkward that I even brought that up. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> but that is today as far as the funeral service goes. Definitely just a sad day for the, the loss of country music there. And uh, it was positive, though, I must say, hearing yeah. all uh, the country stars post all the times they had met him. What a gentleman he was, what a mentor and what a leader in the industry. So, yeah, cool leaving a legacy like that. Now, I wanted to bring this up. This is switching gears here to Hollywood real quick. Naya Rivera. She's an actress. She's a singer. Um, a lot of people watch the show Glee. This is a super eerie situation. She went missing the, this week in California. Um, they found the boat she was on on a lake and her four-year-old son was found alone on the boat a few hours later. So apparently another boat found this boat and found the kid on the boat, but not her. So obviously this story is like developing and they're still getting all kinds of details. But Naya Rivera, she was only 33 years old. Um, and again, you may not know the name, but I definitely knew it from just seeing Glee. I wasn't even big into Glee either. Um, but it's a sad, sad story. And one of those that when it ha- something happens in Hollywood, you kind of get attached to just to want to know what happened. Yeah. Well, and, and there's a lot of weird details coming out, too, that maybe perhaps she left a, uh, a social media status update that alluded to the fact that she was going to do this. I don't know. It'll be interesting as this uh, unfolds. Yeah, absolutely. And now switching gears here back real quick. Looking forward to Monday because Luke Bryan's going to be hosting uh, the CMA Best of Fest. So basically CMA Fest that was supposed to happen this summer in Nashville normally takes over the entire downtown Nashville area um, and then has the big concerts there in the stadium. Not happening, clearly. So they're bringing it to our TVs uh, this Monday night. Again, like I said, Luke Bryan will be hosting, but there will be some performances from Darius Rucker, Love Him, Carrie Underwood, Keith Urban, Miranda Lambert, um, and a lot of other big performances that, you know, they're just trying to keep everybody entertained. They're trying to still keep, you know, CMA Fest alive in some way, shape, or form. And I thought this was interesting that they're also trying to promote to next year's CMA Fest, like even trying to sell the four-day passes for everyone to come next year. And I I don't know how people feel about it. I don't know if people are like, yeah, I'm definitely going to buy them or no, I'm not going anywhere. Well, we definitely have an audience that we love to call like our platinum, our platinum country listeners who they want country. So if this means this is the way that they're going to get their fix, they're going to get it. Absolutely. So this Monday night, you can at least see it on TV, 8 o'clock, CMA's Best of Fest on our sister station, WFTV Channel 9. K92.3, it is Obi and Ashley in the morning. So we have a little functionality, right? With the K92.3 app, not only can you help us select the music that we play by giving it a thumbs up, but we also have this little feature called the open mic. Man, it's so cool because as soon as you leave us a message on the open mic, we get it here in the studio so, for instance, this is a great example. This week, we talked we talked about how our morning show producer, Chloe, got her first ticket ever 
Yep, I got my first ticket in the mail, made a right on red, and didn't come to a full complete stop. $185 later, I have to pay for it. Well, that open mic feature that we're talking about on the K92.3 app allows you to leave a message like this. Hey, just wanted to give a little tip information for Miss Chloe. She got the red light ticket in the mail. That's not an actual citation. Um, if she pays it before like the 30 days is up, she actually doesn't get a ticket on her record. There won't be any points or anything on it. It's almost like a, a warning. Uh, as long as she pays it within the 30 days or whatever, she actually doesn't get any points or anything on her driving record so she's still got a clean rec record technically see now that message is interesting now whether that guy's right or wrong i don't know but the power of the open mic it at least gets us all curious right yeah totally and also with with just the time right now and the change of normally where we may be taking your phone calls and may be able to like talk to each other that way at least the app is just another form of an interaction with you where you can leave us a message and just leave your opinion if you don't have a, a lot of time to get on a phone call. And that's what we're getting a lot too on the uh, the school thing on how parents are feeling about kids going back to school because there are parents on both sides of the fence. And then there's some that are for that hybrid model of virtual and, you know, back in the building. Yeah, so why don't we do that over this weekend? Why don't we empower you to open up that K92.3 app that you have for free on your on your phone already and tell us how you're feeling, parents. You know, like we talked about our scenario, but that's a, that's a private school scenario. What, what about you? How are you feeling out there? Are you able to kind of put sense as to sending the kids or keeping the kids? We'd love to hear what you have to say on the K92.3 app right there under the open mic. K92.3. Doing the right thing. in the morning. 725 and 925 every morning we get to do doing the right thing which is spotlighting somebody doing something positive in their community. Yeah so today it's going to go to Lydia Denton. So let's talk about this girl because first of all she's 12 years old y'all and she is $20,000 richer after winning a very cool competition that was put on by Sitco the gas station uh, the fuel company they, it's called the Sitco's Fueling Education Student Challenge, where Lydia here took it upon herself to make an invention. See, Lydia had been complaining to her mom that, you know, with these babies that end up being left in hot cars and end up passing, that really affected Lydia and she wanted to raise money for these families. Well, she realized that raising money wasn't going to be enough and her mom basically, and, and this is where you got to love us parents sometimes, where rather we are... <laughs> You know, rather we're a little busy at the moment and we just tell our kids, oh my God, well then do something about it. But those were Lydia's mom's very words was, well then why don't you do something about it? And Lydia Denton went and invented a car seat that once the car seat reaches 102 uh, degrees, you know, hot. I don't know why I said degrees hot. Fahrenheit, whatever the hell, Celsius. Uh, nevertheless, when it reaches 102 degrees, it sets off an alarm and also has a blaring, blinking LCD display that says that the baby's too hot. Now, after a few moments go by, if that's not attended to, there is a text message that is sent to the mother to alert her. Now, say that's not good enough and 60 seconds goes by. Then there's an additional alert that goes straight to 911 and to paramedics to help with the scenario. Because at, at that point, now you do have a kid that's sitting there baking in a vehicle. Yeah. 
So how cool is that that you've got this 12-year-old who came up with all of this and she basically said that, you know, because of all the smart cars that are coming out today, they have smart seats. Why can't a car seat for a child be smart as well? And you, you got to love that. So from the mouth of babes and from the brains of babes, uh, here you go. She's $20,000 richer now for a really cool car seat that probably will take uh, form here in the future. That'll be something that we're going to need every day. Well, and that's something, too, you think about, especially here in Florida. Unfortunately, you hear those sad stories in the news and why somebody's probably like, man, why did it take so long to come up with something like this? But really, I mean, geez, if they can get that going and get something in the works already, you know, that's going to be something, especially Florida parents. You know, even when you think you're the most responsible parent, we've heard, you know, accidents happen and you're like, how can you forget your yeah. kid in your car? But unfortunately, we've seen it happen. So that's a major invention right there. Yeah. Invest in your kids. They are the future. Just like Lydia here doing the right thing. Obi and Ashley's Doing the Right Thing. Brought to you by Del Air Heating and Air Conditioning. Doing the right thing. On K92.3. K92.3. Obi, Ashley, morning show producer, Chloe. Now, here's the dynamic of the show, right? It was just about two weeks ago that I got tested and I came out negative. That was for my colonoscopy, which everything came out fantastic, guys. Thank you so much for asking. And, uh, <laughs> and, then, and then you got Ashley, who uh, came out negative as well. So the both of us are going to be able to return on Monday back into the studio. Now, morning show producer, Chloe, this is day 14 of you having COVID, right? Day 14, which means today at five o'clock, I have an appointment scheduled at Centricare for my retest. And so once that gets sent out to lab and they'll call me hopefully within the next couple days and let me know that I can return back to normal life and normal living and work. Well, and basically when it comes to a retest, did they say it's going to be any different? I mean, you have to go in there just as if you were anyone else getting their first test, right? Um, I'm actually doing two tests. So I have an appointment scheduled for the normal up the nose swab, send that off to lab. And then I'm also going to do a rapid test, another nose swab as well on Friday. So at least I have some sort of idea if it's positive or negative and then wait for that second result to come back to. Hmm. I, I would totally tell you, Chloe, to take your time coming back into the studio, please. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Well, Obi, you bring up a good point because, you know, we're always transparent with everything on this show and when it comes to going back in the studio. So Chloe won't be going back in there. I mean, at least we know within the coming few first few days and then even come Monday morning, you're going to be in there. I'm still going to be at home. And this is based on um, management's wants. Basically, they're trying to make sure that the entire team isn't out all at once heaven forbid one person get it we're all in the studio and then our whole team's wiped out well and i i tried to explain this to somebody who said yeah but wait a minute i you know I, i've heard people you know doing their broadcasts from home uh for the past couple of months why is this so different well, what's different about this is our headquarters, much the same way if you saw a newscaster from, say, New York, right? They're broadcasting national television. There's always somebody back at headquarters to kind of make sure that everything's running because the machine is back at headquarters. So all of us have been at home, which has just made things, you know, every process to get on the air is just three steps more than it would be live from that studio. So that just kind of paints the picture as to... Uh, the K92.3 studio has been empty. So this yeah, will right? be the, yeah, this will be the first time that that a, that a human being is on those mics. And that's why we're trying to protect those microphones and that studio. And yeah. 
So just know, like, uh, us talking to you right now, it takes, like, a lot more than a press of a button uh, than it normally does. And with Obi going in next week, it'll make it a little bit easier so that we're connected uh, directly. But it's funny because a lot of times when you're listening to the radio and when you're listening to our show, you might not realize the technology that has to go into it. And like you said, people that have been watching the Today Show, that they're all like, well, how's the Today Show been doing it fine? Well, there's somebody that's got to get them connected and wired in somehow. And that's just not always the case that everyone has access to yeah so monday's gonna be fun and hopefully monday as uh i'll be returning to the uh to the command center there chloe do you think we'll have an update how fast of a turnaround do you think it is for somebody who has covid to get that 14-day check i i I wonder if it it takes the same seven days uh if they tell you you know if it's rapid I, i don't know well, the rapid test, I'll for sure have an update on Monday, but that nose swab that gets sent out, they're saying that could take up to like five more days to even get a result back. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, you're not allowed back in the building anyway, so. <laughs> Obi's quarantining her. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, thank you for being an open book throughout this entire process as uh, we continue here at K92.3. K92.3. Two people. One date. Zero texts returned. Obi and Ashley's second date update. It's been great talking to Travis over in Titusville who met Tori while bowling, but he hasn't seen her at the alley since. It's been weeks. Okay. Well, uh, well, listen, Travis, we appreciate the story. We're going to try to get her on the line. Let us talk to her first if she answers. Okay. And then we'll try to get yeah. the both of you talking, all right? Awesome. Thank you so much. Cool. Hello? Uh, yes. Was hoping to speak to Tori, please. Uh, this is Tori. Hey, Tori. Good morning. So you've got two people here on the line. My name's Obi, and that's Ashley. Good morning. So both of us were morning show hosts for the big radio station here in town, K92.3. Uh, okay. Okay, so we're calling you on behalf of a gentleman that you went on a date with, and uh, we'd love to pay for you guys to go on another date. Um, who, who, who called? <laughs> we're calling specifically because we're not trying to get all in your business or anything like that and see who you're dating. But Travis is the one who reached out to us about you specifically. He's just trying to figure out what he did wrong because he said you're not even going to the bowling alley anymore where you used to go like hang out with your friends. Um, uh, okay. Uh, he, he told you everything. Well, I mean, if it's okay with you, just remember that our goal is to get you guys out again. I mean, I feel like if he had told you everything, then you would understand why I hadn't gotten back to him. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. Okay. It, well, maybe he didn't tell us enough. So why why is it? And it's okay. If you don't want to go back out with him, we're totally on your side, too. Okay. Um. I mean, the date was nice. Um. But then uh, he was taking me home, so we, we got in his car, and then he... He showed me something that kind of made me uncomfortable. He he showed me eagle eggs. He, he what? showed you what? Eagle eggs. Eagle eggs? Like the eggs of an eagle. Okay. Were uh, they like real? Were they like were there like babies in them yeah. or were they like egg- Yeah. No, no, no. These are like these are like real eagle eggs. And like when I when I first saw it I was like, "Okay, well that's kind of cool, but like I asked him what his plan was, like if he was going to turn them in, you know, because it's it's like a crime, 
to like have anything from an eagle. You know, they're like an endangered species. Are we talking like bald so, eagle, I'm, like the American bald yes. eagle? <laughs> yes, like the nation's bird. What? Wow, like, okay. Yes, I'm not kidding. So wait a minute. So so what was the problem again? He said that he's been doing a lot of research and that he was going to like plan to raise the eagles. So what? I was like, what? <laughs> Does he have any background in that? No, I mean he he told me he's a landscaper, but that's not like a, like an animal wrangler or whatever you call that. Like, <laughs> wrangler. He doesn't have experience in that. Uh, Tori, okay, so at this point, I mean, there's so much going on here that we we do feel the need to bring Travis on the line, so this way we can all kind of talk about this together. Wait, he's on the line now. Uh, <clears throat> I'm I'm a little shocked that you uh, let him know about the eggs. Um, well, you called the. It was kind of between us. What? What was I supposed to tell them? Travis, yeah, first of all, like, what's up with these eggs? I have to ask. I'm sorry. Okay, I really feel like those eggs are in, be- in better hands with me than they were on my client's estate. Like, I- I've done so much research on these eggs. Okay, well, well, okay hold on. Why- so, you, so these are real, legit eagle eggs that you found on your client's property? Yes. And, Wait, Travis, and how, can, how can you... This isn't like a normal bird, like a like a cockatoo or a parakeet. Like e- e- even this phone call makes us all accessories to like a criminal act. Oh, you understand okay. that, right? Let's not go there. Yeah, I mean, I I don't want to be an accessory to a crime. <laughs> Me neither. Well, you know, we did well, not know well, this I mean, was going I'm- on. They are in, I'm telling you, they're right next to me right now. They haven't hatched yet. I, 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 my I own. totally I, commend you on wanting to do the right thing and like you're taking care of them. I have a rookery even. I have a rookery set up for them. It's it's, it's, uh, it's just not legal, bro. It has nothing to do with anyone else. Um, I'm sorry you're uncomfortable with it, but it I, I think I'm going to be somebody a else eagle father. If you're going to tell me about it, then I'm, I'm an accessory to it, you know? Do, don't I have a moral and a civic responsibility to turn in these eggs or like turn you in oh, you know wow. if you have these eggs i hope not i, well, hope, wait, I don't is know this, what our responsibility hold is. on is this something you guys can maybe handle together if she's so passionate about wanting to help them like travis do you want to see what the proper steps are would you want to help him tori i i barely know him like this is just to me this is like a very big like laps and judgment. I'm just trying to you know, help like any little thing. bit I can. I, I I don't I don't know if we can. I mean, Travis, I I would strongly suggest that you do your research. I mean, I think even this phone call, I don't even know if we can continue yeah. further. Okay, so so we're just not going to say a second date, and we're going to kind of be done with this call as we don't know what to do either. <laughs> well, I'm going to have three beautiful little bald eagle chicks, and I will take care of them. And I'm sorry it makes you all uncomfortable. Okay, but you really need to get some help for them because you can't keep them. Home of Obie and Ashley's second date update. Hey again, it's Obie and Ashley here thanking you for taking your time to listen to the podcast. Now, you know that we've got an unfiltered version of the podcast too, where we go a little bit deeper. There's no FCC rules there or anything like that. And again, you can listen really anywhere you go. So whether you're going to the gym, walking the dog, maybe you're going out on the boat for the day. Yeah, those are good places. Uh, Don't listen to us though, if you're in church or you're going through your counseling session to make things right with your wife. (laughs) Not a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Ashley, where can they catch you? Ashley Stegbauer. And you can find me at Obi Diaz or at Obi the Great. All right, y'all, to the future. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. 
No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.